Morning, everyone. So are narcissists anxious avoidant? Yes, they are. Um, now, attachment styles, they can change over time. So you can get better. So and different, and you know, you could get even get worse. And n- narcissistic personality disorder does not get better. You can't get better. So um, because narcissistic personality disorder is actually made up of unhealthy attachment, codependency, malignant codependency, low self-esteem, low self-confidence, a lack of self-awareness and low to no empathy. So you can learn about attachment styles, which I actually studied formally uh, with the Open University. I can't remember which year it was because I studied for three years with them. But um, I studied attachment theory, which is what underpins actually knowledge around narcissists and how they do and don't attach to people and why it is so unhealthy and toxic and why they have to have loads of people that they feel attached to, but also why they need to know they have loads of people attached to them. So attachment theory is a really important uh, area of study. And like I say, I studied that and I have a qualification in that as part of my child development uh, certificate. So I'm not going to bore you with all the kind of like sort of psycho babble, but it's a really good area to learn about if you're interested in narcissists and narcissistic abuse. Um, It will help you make sense of things, but you must not make the mistake I made when I was with my narcissist and I didn't know he was a narcissist. uh, I sort of not, obviously, I informally diagnosed him as having um, anxious attachment. And that's actually what I had. And what you'll get with anxious attachment is that's when you get codependence, right? And I, I, I probably could still be a codependent, but I'm nowhere near as bad as I was because my attachment style has changed, okay? As I've grown up and I've had healthier relationships and I've done a lot of work on myself, I've become much less uh, anxiously attached to people. And anxious attachment does manifest in codependency and being clingy um, and needing other people to feel safe, um, not letting go of abusive relationships, toxic relationships or relationships that no longer serve you. And that comes from childhood wounds and um, never having a secure attachment with my caregivers um, or having one and then it being broken. Narcissists, if you think about it, it's quite similar. But what they they have done, their personality has developed anxious avoidant attachment. So they have learned consciously and subconsciously that when they feel anxious in a relationship, they avoid the relationship, which results in discards, blame shifting, deflection, projection, bullying and abuse to allow the narcissist to manifest their anxiety about the relationship and their role in the relationship in negative behaviours, which is where you get the narcissistic personality disorder. It's why they will have loads and loads and loads of short-term relationships or they'll have relationships of varying levels at the same time. So they'll have a new supply, an old supply, an ex-supply. They'll have a close friend, they'll have others, and they'll have all different uh, relationships with these people at varying degrees in order to get supply to try to um, cover up and ignore the feelings of anxiety around the relationship. But they're still avoiding true commitment, true loyalty, and true fidelity, because the flip side of that is it makes them feel anxious. So, oh gosh, I did well there. So <laughs> so if you learn about anxious 
attachment. And often you'll get anxiously attached people who go with anxious avoidant attached people. Because when you're an anxious attached person, you feel comfortable trying to save and trying to help and trying to soothe people. And those people often will be anxious avoidant types, which is why you'll get someone with with anxious attachment who misreads it as being an empath because they're clingy and they want to help and they want to fix people and they stay through abuse and they stay through harm um, and they, they, they think they're fixing the person. It's not, you're not an empath, you're just an anxious attached with an anxious avoidant, which often is somebody with narcissistic personality disorder or another cluster B personality disorder, such as borderline personality disorder. So attachment is a really important thing and it explains why when people have attachment issues, whether it's anxious attachment or anxious avoidant attachment, they will fixate on a person early days and they will be extremely attached. They will feel extremely attached and that's why you'll get love bombing, idealization, grooming, predation, mild stalking, all the messages, all the phone calls, all the adoration, all the future faking um, because the person believes that they are attached and they feel attached, but it's unhealthy attachment. Yeah, that's the anxious attachment. It's like, I've got to have you, I will have you, I will have you. And both an anxious style and an anxious avoidance style person will do that. But where it all goes wrong, as I said earlier on in this podcast, is the avoidant attachment is, is when the narcissist is devaluing you. They are trying to avoid commitment and avoid fidelity and avoid loyalty and, and avoid awkward conversations because they make them feel attached. So they run. And that just to finish, that could slightly link in with why people still believe in the twin, twin flame theory about runners and chasers. Chasers are your attachment style. Runners are your avoidance style. So I hope that's given you some information and something uh, interesting to think about. It's, it is a very interesting early of uh, area of study because, as we know, personality disorders form um, through um, unhealthy experiences, traumatic experiences or overly indulgent experiences or all of the above in children. And then it becomes fixed as time goes on and they learn how to mask and they learn how to manipulate. And they will go either one way, which is super empathic, don't ever want to hurt anyone, or narcissistic, I can't cope with these feelings, I can't cope with this stress, I'm going to learn unhealthy coping mechanisms to deal with them, um, aka addictions, narcissistic behaviour such as infidelity, porn, all that sort of stuff, um, impulse control issues, yada yada. So it's a great area to study, I studied it formally, I thoroughly enjoyed it, I suspect, I've still got my essays, that was the one that I got the highest mark in, I think I got something like 98%, which obviously was fantastic. Um, but um, the Open University are still doing um, the child development courses if anybody wants to do them um, and just pump up and um, add credibility to their expertise. I'm quite pleased to to be now still doing quite well with my sociology and psychology certificates, better than I thought I would do considering everything I've got going on at the moment. Um, but I think I've done some stuff um, on attachment ages ago on my YouTube channel. If you want to go to the YouTube channel, I am the Narcissist Hunter. It's free to subscribe. But I'll continue doing little bits around the more sort of, you know, psychology based stuff than just me just talking about narcissists at face value um, and the red flags and all that kind of stuff. Because um, if I've got the knowledge, I might as well share it. And uh, thank you for listening. Have a good day.